Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant and welcome to another episode of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show where I bring you the best of the 70s and 80s contemporary Christian music. Now, on this episode, we're going back over 25 years to the year of 1986 to see what was on the charts and on Christian radio at the time. I'll be starting out with a song that was in the number 11 spot in the charts and count down to one of the songs that was in the number one spot during the year. I'm starting out with a group that went by the name of Servant. The feature song comes from the band's final album called Swimming in a Human Ocean. And during the recording of that project, the band was pretty much homeless. In 1985, the community that Servant had been part of for all those years began to unravel. They began looking for a new base where members could become engaged in inner city ministry and also where the band could more economically travel to their concerts. Throughout the summer and the fall of 1985, roughly half of the community moved to inner city Cincinnati, Ohio. The album is thematically centered on the human condition. The project found a tremendous energy through the relentless influence of producer Dave Perkins. Dave's passion is all over the record. A gifted musician and producer himself, he would later become a part of Steve Taylor's legendary band, Chagav Jabera. So to kick off this episode, Servant, with a keyboard-driven track that peaked in October of 1986 in the number 11 spot. This song, whose soul-searching lyrics delve into knowing the heart of God as we take time in our busy lives to look through His eyes and see things the way He sees them.
servant, and look through his eyes from their sixth and final album called Swimming in a Human Ocean. Now we're looking back to the year of 1986, a year that started out tragically on January 28th with the Space Shuttle Challenger disintegrating 73 seconds after launch, killing the crew of seven astronauts. In sports, it was a year for the underdogs as the Chicago Bears win 46-10 over the New England Patriots in Super Bowl XX, and the New York Mets win four games to three over the Boston Red Sox during the World Series. On the musical front, the first induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame takes place. The first artists to be honored are Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Bats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Elvis Presley. On the Christian musical front, we'll be hearing on this episode those hits that were in the charts in 1986 from such artists like musical groundbreakers Steve Taylor, Tony O'Kay, female favorites Sheila Walsh, and Leslie Phillips, radio-friendly hitmakers David Meese, Leon Vitello, and Dion DiMucci, as well as veteran Jesus music musicians Randy Stonehill and Petra, and the one who started it all, Larry Norman. Looking back to 1986, the late Larry Norman, with a song which was partly inspired by the book of Revelation and one that, well, you may not have heard before, called Messiah. And coming up, an artist whose first name, when spoken, sounds like his first and middle initial. Messiah took this world by force. Messiah took the world by force. I could hear children crying. I could see people dying. I could see the cities falling. I could hear the The bear from the north 
and the dragon from the east descended upon the armies of Israel and slaughtered them. And in that moment, the chosen of Israel cried out for Messiah, and Messiah came. Messiah! Back to where it all began, the full circle. This is Jerry Bryant, and my next artist is a guy who goes by the name of Tony O.K. That's Tony O.K. In 85 and 86, he recorded and released an album called Romeo Unchained on the new Watt record label in the Christian market and on A&M in the secular market. Hailed by Rolling Stone magazine, as the best Bob Dylan album since Dylan himself lost interest in the pop song format. The album landed on numerous critics' top 10 albums of the year list, including CCM Magazine. Now this album was unlike anything that had ever or has ever since been released within Christian music circles. It mainly focused on relationships from a Christian perspective, with songs like Romeo and Jane, Perfect World, Impressed, Emotional War Games and Living Doll, this artist raised a few eyebrows in the more conservative Christian bookstores, but nevertheless, it made a huge impact on quite a few people. Now, I recently found a promotional interview for the record, and within it, he discusses our featured song, True Confessions. True Confessions is probably, it's the first song on the album, and the opening line does set up the theme, the It's a Jungle Out There Used to Be a Garden, and it's probably a real accurate description of the dark side of the street that I have to walk half the time. It used to be a garden, but the times got tough, and now all of those once innocent hearts have hardened, and everybody's still looking for love. You know, we're, We are all looking for love, you know, and some of us know God's love, and that buoys us against the imperfect love that we have found or maybe some of us are still finding in the world but yeah it's just about that great american boulevard that people have to live on and drive down landing in the number nine place on the charts in december of 1986 steve krikorian aka tony okay with true confessions on full circle back to where it all began it's a jungle out there Garden, but the times got tough. 
the streets got mean Now everybody's got their secret As the night comes down like a guillotine You get true confessions You get true Twisted world It's just you and me, baby In the danger zone We're out looking for permanent love In the middle of a city full of broken homes Where all the boys want to use you And all the girls want to cry And nothing works like it used to And you can't remember your lines Because Love got twisted And the streets got mean Now everybody's got their secret As the night comes down like a guillotine You get Twisted Heard about a housewife Sleeping on the wrong bed Heard a rumor that Elvis Has risen from the dead I've seen a lot of lovers Been programmed to lose Seen a civilization Confessing the blues Making true Tony okay. Okay, it's time for a little true confessions. What do you think of the Full Circle Radio Show? If you're new to CCM, my goal is to help you discover the rich heritage of today's contemporary Christian music as I play some of the early Jesus music back where it all began. Now for some of you, just hearing some of the old songs have brought back some sweet memories. So would you write me this week and let me know that you're listening? My email is info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Thanks. We now continue our look at the songs that were in the contemporary Christian music charts in the year of 1986. And next up, Leon Patello, no stranger to chart success. With over a dozen songs in the top 20, since beginning his career in Christian music in 1979, after spending much of the early part of the decade in secular music, playing keyboards with Carlos Santana. Now the writer of my show, Russell, remembers the first time he heard this feature song, Love Around the World. A special sneak preview of it was played for him by a representative from Word Records when he was working as a music buyer for a Christian bookstore in northern New Jersey. He recalled his reaction saying that if it had the right promotion, it could be a hit, not just on Christian radio, 
but in the secular world as well. Now, even though that didn't happen, this pop gem still landed in the number eight spot for a total of eight weeks in the summer of 1986, with the album's title track, in which he plays all the instruments, Leon Patillo, and love around the world. And coming up, a song from a guy who is lovingly called Uncle by many. Do you know who I mean? The magic of love goes round the world, touching his man, woman, boy, and girl.
Leon Patello on Full Circle. We now have a song from one of our good friends at Full Circle, Mr. Randy Stonehill, or as we like to call him sometimes, Uncle Rand. Now this one's from the album Love Beyond Reason, been called the welcome to paradise of the 80s. The album had many of the same qualities as Stonehill's Paradise did 10 years earlier, with both recordings having moments of quiet reflection, serious theological diatribes on life, as well as his trademark humorous witticisms sprinkled throughout. Now, the album brought together many of his friends and fellow musicians, including a duet with Amy Grant. It also featured, for the very first time, Randy's own version of the classic song, Until Your Love Broke Through. In fact, it wasn't until this release that many people discovered that Randy had helped write the song with the late Keith Green. One more thing about this album is that it was also released simultaneously with a five-song video album, which was a first in the Christian music world. Our feature song, The Gods of Men, was one of the songs that received the MTV treatment. Here's Randy Stonehill, The Gods of Men, which landed in the number seven spot on January 30th of 1986. Shallows of my life 
to the heart of the matter on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. You've stayed on board, and we're halfway through. Thanks. My next performer in the charts is David Meese. In 1986, it had been 10 years since the release of his first self-titled album, so he thought it would be a good time to release a best-of album entitled Chronology. The LP featured eight classic songs of his from the past decade and two new tracks. One of those recently recorded songs was 70 Times 7, which I featured on episode 84 of Full Circle. Now this feature song is the other one called Come That Day. Musically, the song sounds as if it could have been on the soundtrack to the number one grossing movie of that year called Top Gun or the popular television show Miami Vice. Lyrically, the song is about when Jesus will return, just like he said he would, and what will happen come that day. David Meese, with a song that hit the number six spot in the charts on December 1st of 1986.
David Neese. Come that day on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. The next three songs have something in common besides just being on the top of the charts during the year of 1986. See if you can guess the connection by the third song. Now the first of the three is a guy who started out his schooling wanting to be a filmmaker but minored in music. The minor took a lead role when he landed a spot performing his original material at the 1982 Christian Arts Music Seminar in Denver. Billy Ray Hearn, president of Sparrow Records, was backstage and immediately signed him to a record contract. This song comes from his third release, On the Fritz. So, without any further ado, Steve Taylor. And I just want to know, on Full Circle, back to where it all began. Life's too short for small talk, so don't be talking trivia now. Excess baggage fills this plane, there's more than we should ever allow. There's engines stalling and good men falling, but I Yes. 
the more mellow side of Steve Taylor. And I just want to know, who had a way of keeping you on your toes by keeping his fans guessing and never quite knowing what he would do next? He has a connection to my next artist, Sheila Walsh. In 1985, he recorded a duet with her on a tune written and recorded in 1981 by David Edwards called Not Going to Fall Away. So the two embarked on a transatlantic tour which included dates in the United Kingdom and in the United States. From the album Shadowlands, Scottish-born singer Sheila Walsh. And what do you know that I don't? Do you know that I 
Sheila Walsh. What do you know that I don't? Landing the number four spot on the charts on December 15th of 1986 with all the songs on that album, except for one, written by the songwriting team of John Sweet and Rod Trott. This next song is from another popular female artist from the 80s who had hits in both conservative Christian radio charts as well as the syndicated Christian rock shows. (laughs) I'm speaking of Leslie Phillips. And this song comes from her third album, Black and White in a Gray World. The album's lead single was called Your Kindness, which landed in the number one spot for a total of 18 weeks in the CHR chart. And at the same time, the title track was released to the rock outlets, which also made it number one in that market as well. But my feature song, The More I Know You, was released in May of that year to both rock and the more middle-of-the-road formatted radio stations. Musically, the song has a U2-like rhythm guitar with Leslie trying hard to break away vocally from the Cyndi Lauper stereotype. So, sit back and remember this little blonde girl with the big voice, Leslie Phillips, and the more I know you.
Leslie Phillips, now known as Sam Phillips, with the more I know you. And I hope by now you've been able to connect the dots and figure out that the last three songs all had the word no in the title. In my Unger's Bible Dictionary, it says that the expression to know sometimes means to approve of and take delight in as well as to cherish and to experience. The idea being that the more time we spend knowing God, as it says in Psalm 46.10, be still and know that I am God, then the more we will delight and cherish and experience God's love for us. I have time for two more songs in this episode, and my first is from the legendary rock group Petra. In 1986, they had two releases, which were polar opposites in many respects. The first was a live recording called Captured in Time and Space, and it would be the last time the band would work with producer Jonathan David Brown, as well as the last time with lead singer Greg X. Vols. Up until the farewell tour in 1995, where he did a guest appearance. The second album released that year was called Back to the Street. And it was the first time the band would work with producers Dino and John Elefante, as well as the first for new lead singer, John Slit. Looking to shatter the Petra formula, the band intentionally avoided what Hartman called a stock radio ballad, while acknowledging that the abrupt change in style likely cost the band some fans the leader and founder of the band, Bob Hartman, hailed Back to the Street as the truest representation of this band's talent. They had a song called Thankful Heart that reached the number nine spot in the CHR charts, and this title track, which is my feature song, landed in the number two spot in the rock charts on December 1st of 1986. Written by Bob Hartman, inspired by Matthew 22, 9, Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. And Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Looking back to the end of 1986, Petra taking the gospel back to the street.
You know, the only thing we have is today. Today is the day to take it back to the street. Or one day we'll look back to opportunity past. Petra on Full Circle. Even these memories of the past legacy of Jesus music are fading memories. But I'm doing all that I can do to keep them alive with your help. Now, many of the letters I receive encourage me not to stop, that these songs must not be forgotten. So, with the help of my listeners underwriting this show, I'll continue to do just that. You know, it wouldn't take that much from everyone if they would just give a little each month. I'm so grateful for those who have, and maybe you're considering giving to Full Circle. You can write me for more information at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or you can go directly to my website at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. There's a PayPal link as well as a mailbox if you'd like that. So just go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. My final cut is from a legend who started out in the early years of rock and roll. His name is Dion DiMucci. On his fifth and last album for the general Christian market, Dion had a host of talented musicians on board, including Smitty Price, Gordon Kennedy, Billy Crockett, Wayne Kirkpatrick, and the members of First Call, Stephen Curtis Chapman and Greg X. Volks. And, for your information, the album's liner notes under the lyrics for our feature song do state, and I quote, No, there's nothing wrong with your record. And that referred to the pops and scratches during the beginning of the track, even on the CD version. Added as a flashback to when music was only available on vinyl records. There weren't even cassettes or 8-track tapes, and MP3s weren't even in existence back in Dion's heyday. The song starts out as a tribute to the early doo-wop sound of his day with the Belmonts in the late 50s and the early 60s and then explodes into a more contemporary sound with a heavy emphasis on keyboards. Here's the first single from the album called Velvet and Steel that went to the number one position December 26, 1986 and stayed in the charts for a total of 16 weeks. From the Wanderer who found his way back home to the father's arms, Dion DeMucci, Simple Ironies.
Yes, there are many simple ironies in life. Dion. It would do us well to keep alert and catch them one by one. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.